Hello, you little snacks, and welcome to episode 84 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Happy August, guys. And our producer, Carrie. Hello. What's up? I'm tired today. I've been tired the past few days. I feel like I was really tired when we recorded GBS the other day, and I apologize for that. Probably didn't sound great. No, I thought you were fine. Oh, okay, good. I mean, I did. <laughs> I, I, I felt really tired. Well, and honestly, I did the majority of the talking, to tell you the truth, in that episode anyway, because, you know, I read that article yeah. and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, I actually felt like people were, people, like, people were going to get tired of hearing me because I was talking too much. Oh, no. You were carrying <laughs> me because I was tired. So. And then, like, a big wave of tiredness hit me, like, towards the end. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm going to fall asleep. Oh, I'm really, really, really tired. Right. So, I went home and took a two-hour nap. I thought it was fine. I okay. was fine. Yeah. Well, good. Never mind then. I mean, you were awake enough for the fart story. So, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I already forgot it for a second, but now I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was well, I got to take a nap before I came here, and I stopped by a place that I will tell you more about toward the end, and got an energy tea, and I've already drunk some of it, so I'm good to go. You're energized, you would I say? I am. Nice. Refueled, re-energized. It's the end of the day, so I'm winding down, you know, at five o'clock. You want to yeah. drink of my tea? That's fair. I'm good. I've got a Mountain Dew, so, but we'll talk about that later, too. Yes. We'll look at this teasing the end. Stick around and you'll find out what we're drinking, I guess. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> or don't. I don't or know. fast forward. Yeah, or jump ahead 55 minutes or so. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Whatever. Well, we've already said too much. Carrie, keep yours a secret. It's fizzy water. That's what I'll say. God. Spoiled it. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. I don't have to listen to Is it a spoiler it, alert so. or a tease? It's a spoiler alert. Dang. Is it really a spoiler alert if that's what you drink every time? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Okay. It's whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm not judging you. That sounded judgmental. I bet Scott Watts wasn't mm-hmm. uh, wasn't surprised. No, I doubt it. No. No. I wonder if he can guess which fizzy water you're drinking. Mm, well, that'd be interesting. Probably not. Um. Well, I mean, he will when he sees the picture, I guess. Well, that's true. Scott, put down bets for next episode. <laughs> Let us know what you think Carrie's next fizzy water flavor is going to be, and we'll see if you're right. I won't tell her. She won't see it on the Instagram. And it's got to be Walmart fizzy water, and it has to be a weird flavor. Those are the parameters that I will give. You still need to try some of that whatever fizzy water I had from Walmart. I do, That was the off-brand. It's still... I left half the bottle in my podcasting bag, Mm. and I shook it up like two weeks later when I got the bag out again just to see, Mm -hmm. and it was still very fizzy. Really? Like, almost like shot the lid off. Huh. Yeah, so I don't know what they've done to that. The witchy water. <laughs> the witchy water. <laughs> but it was still carbonated after two weeks. So, might be worth trying. I tried the... Well, maybe they know, need to give some one? of that science to, to soda pop because it goes flat quick. Maybe. I don't know. That, that fizzy water science. Aspartame floating around in it. Um, Could be. I don't know. You never know what's in these drinks anymore. I mean, it says, but does it really say... Uh, it says and it, other flavors. Well, it says the minimum that I think it needs to pass the <laughs> you know to, to get the, out for distribution. The USDA standards. Yeah, right. <laughs> or whoever, whoever does fizzy water quality control. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, there's that. Yeah, I don't even remember what we talked about. That's how tired I am. 
and it's I to, been. I need to wake up. Two minutes. What isn't it like Taco Tuesday? Mm. I used to back in the day. It wasn't Taco Tuesday. It was buy one get one free pizza day every Tuesday, or two for Tuesday is what they used to call it. Like Domino's and Papa mm. John's and everybody always done like a two for Tuesday pizza, but now it's Taco Tuesday. Mm. Tacos. I just mm. I just know the two for Pizza. Tuesday from the butt rock stations. <laughs> play, play nothing but rock. Um, two for Tuesday. No, if I got if if I made it to Lexington quicker than I did because I didn't, but I was going to stop by local taco since it is open in Hamburg, and I was going to get us some stuff from there. Mm. Um, so yeah, I didn't get going. So apologize to y'all. Y'all could have had tacos on top. Well, you know, I have to stay up till ten thirty tonight. Well, probably like ten thirty three or ten thirty four. So, I yeah, I have to. I Why? probably won't be. I will be. Up with you. Yes, I know. Why are you fine. staying up? What we do in the shadows, episode five. Oh, there you go. I was gonna say I'm always up late, so Season. hopefully it's better than episode four. <sighs> yeah, that was just a that was a waste. It was a waste of an idea. I didn't like it. It was a waste. No, of, there sir, were I didn't like it. there were some funny parts. Um, again, I thought it was really cute that Nadja and Laszlo had matching hair. Um, but that was about it. Yeah, pretty much. But I, mean, I don't I, even know if I'd say that was cute. So I'm going to carry on. So, yeah. Carrie's going to carry on. Wayward son. I bet you've yeah. never heard that before. Right. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, like my friend Eyad would always go, da 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 da. Yes, uh, that yes. haunts my dreams. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he would just sing the entire Mario song for like five straight minutes. And yeah. you just walk away because he's still singing. I kind of really want that as a ringtone. Him doing that or just No, the in general. Oh, yeah. No, not him doing that. You could probably find it. or You could probably get him to record it for you. Oh yeah, you can totally get that ringtone. I know yeah, people. I, I know fun. people have had it because I've, yeah. I've had the same ringtone for a decade, probably. It's probably time to change. I never set my phone to ring. Mm-hmm. My phone it has a ringtone, and I have had the same ringtone forever, but I never put it on ring ever. <laughs> can you still well, get now? Ring- I know that. Can you still get ringtones in the, like the iTunes? Store? You can. Mm-hmm. Wow, I've not done that since at least no, 2013. I have- Certain people on my phone, if if there's a song that makes me think of them, I attach that song to them. So when they call, I already know who it is when when they're calling. So I used to make them with like an app where you could yes. make your own. But, yes. So that's if you have a specific ringtone on my phone, that's what that's from. But I've not made a new one in a decade. Yeah, ringtones are all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's their new slogan. Ringtones, they're all over the place. Yeah, you can get Ed Sheeran, or however you say, you can get Journey, okay. Don't Stop Believing. Um, uh, nah, I'm good. All I'll kinds s- of them. Stick with my generic. Uptown Funk. My husband, when he calls, it, uh, the Not Rider theme song from the old TV show is what is what <laughs> plays <laughs> when he calls. Nice. But I do have several people on my phone that have old WWF wrestling intros as... The ringtone because it makes me happy. Looks like most of them what, that I'm looking at are about a dollar twenty nine. Ooh, that's too much. Way too much. Huh, unless it makes you happy. Because for me, it cracks me up, and it's worth it. Okay. Yeah. You can get alert tones for ninety nine cents though. What's the difference? 
the difference to the alert tones, like what pops up when you get a text or a notification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. I should know that. You could get R2-D2, Chewbacca, Ooh. Minion, Darth Vader. These are only 99 cents. Hmm. Nah. No, pass. I'll stick with no. what I got on the phone. All right. I've, that part of my life is over. Fair enough. Yeah, personalized ring tones and All right. text tones and whatnot. A lot of Star Wars ones. It's quite the rage these days. I that suppose. Star Wars. Yeah, that. Like, go, Here's $10. Go, go see, see a Star, Star Wars. War. <laughs> oh, that show's so awesome. So many $10 references in that show. It's just a banana, Michael. How much could it cost? $10? There is money in the banana stand. What show? <laughs> Arrested Development. Oh. There's $250,000 lining the walls of the banana stand. Only the first two seasons, though. The third season was not. No. First, no, the first three. First three seasons. The fourth season is, is a waste. It's don't, garbage. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Anyway. I won these awards at Army Mother. That's just a bunch of stuffed animals. <laughs> I got the seal from Marksmanship. That's one I need to do a rewatch on. It's a good one. It is. I do not understand the question and I won't respond to it. <laughs> this can be the rest of development quotes hour. It could. What are we going to do with the C word, Michael? Mm. I'm right here. I'm standing right here, Michael. That's the best quote. That's the best line. I love that line. That's like my favorite ever well, i feel like we've got a lot to get to in the show today but yeah uh, if you work in the restaurant industry or have a food blog or anything related to food let us know you can slide into our dms on twitter and instagram at hungryky or you can send us an email at hungryky@gmail.com. and yeah skype calls yep i like skype go. skype works very well we've used it several times and like i've had i've had to call in Several times, not being able to come on the show, not be able to make it up, and and it's worked out great, and it works well with our equipment. Yeah, sure does. Yeah. Um. Well, what are y'all into these days? So, um, you all got a lot to talk about. So I'll just say I went to Proud Mary. It was very nice. I like their patio. They got a really big space, and the bar was fun and nice, and their live music was good, and their food was good. The end. Oh. <laughs> there okay. you go. There's hey. my there's my summarized version of my trip to Proud Mary. Yeah, that was quick. There, uh, John got the. I will say, John got the smoked chicken. It was really delicious. So nice. I got the frog's legs, and they were they good. have a huge area. Like they like the inside isn't that much, but their, they pa- have a their ton patio space is yeah. Space. Their patio space is really big. And yeah, yeah. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. It got pretty crowded down there. I about. wonder how many people that they can actually hold. Like. I think I saw capacity somewhere, but it said that if they have signs everywhere that say if the patio is full to expect an hour wait for your food. So, okay. you know, you go down there and the patio is full. Don't complain that you're waiting on your food. I, guess not. I was like, the sign said so. Yeah. You knew what you were getting into. But the bands they had were good and mm-hmm. good music. And yeah, we enjoyed it. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, well, we went on a food tour on Saturday. Yeah, we did. And I did. Called Bites of the Bluegrass. So that was fun. Uh, thanks to Aaron and Greg for having us. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it's new to town. Started in May. Um, so you get a little bit of Lexington history and you get to have a little tasting menu of some of Lexington's downtown restaurants. Um, they weren't full meals. I saw someone's comment on Facebook, uh, by the way. So 
I know you're not listening, but whoever you are, but I saw your stanky comment. So just keep that in mind. But um, yeah, they were good. It was just like little, like everything put together could have been like a small lunch, which is, yeah. you know, what they. Well, the whole point is. It's, it's just to like introduce just, you to the restaurant. It's sampling yeah. a restaurant. Like yeah. this isn't like a sit down, like five course meal. Like it's just a little sampling to get an idea of what these restaurants serve downtown. Mm-hmm. Kind of get you in the building. They'll yep. let you look at the menus and and, and kind of see if this is something that you'd like to revisit later on your own. Yeah. But it, it was it was a ton of fun, and she was very yeah, energetic. Um, and you could tell she was really passionate about what she does, mm-hmm. and she loved it. She researched herself to death. Like, she knew so much history, and she even carried, like, some black and white photos with her. That way you can kind of look and, and see, kind of have more of a visual of what she's talking about. But uh, she said that her and her husband started doing that whenever they traveled anywhere. They started doing walking tours. And she said now it's it's because they enjoy it so much. It becomes it's a thing for them. Yeah. And this is actually the first one I've ever done like this. And I, I told Sarah at the end, I was like, you know what? I've enjoyed this. Now I think I want to make this a thing whenever I go anywhere. Yeah. And not only do you get to taste... Um everybody's food at different places you get like a lot of the history of downtown yes. too like her name was saying so there's a like a little history before you start and then you eat and then mingle with the people mm-hmm. in the group and then you'll walk outside walk to the next place stop at a few places and do some history so it's about a three hour long tour a three hour tour did the weather start getting rough no was a tiny ship tossed Nope. No. Not, not on a ship. Oh, uh, if not for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's very true. I can sing the reprise that they play at the end, but I'm not going to. Oh, maybe next time. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. So no, but I tell you, like the whole time, well, we started as we kind of got through it, through the, about the middle of it, we looked at each other and we were trying to figure out like who all that we knew that we thought would enjoy something like this. And we both looked at each other and was like, we think Carrie would enjoy this. Like Carrie enjoys history. She enjoys food. And you put the two together. It's like, it it should be a match made in heaven. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Just from what I saw that y'all posted videos Mm -hmm. and and that kind of stuff. I think I would probably enjoy it more if I had somebody from out of town with me. Sure. Who, who wasn't from here. And, you know, that, that w- I think that would be a good, ex- a fun experience for me to experience it as somebody who didn't know anything about Lexington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because um, I'm not saying I know everything, but yeah, I think it would be, I think it'd be a good thing if, if you had somebody come in from out of town and you're looking for something different to do mm-hmm. than just breweries or yeah. bourbon, uh, a, di- a distillery tour or something like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they were only doing them on Fridays, so I think we looked into doing it maybe when it first started, it was only mm-hmm. available on Fridays, and Carrie and I can't go on Fridays, mm-hmm. but um, they just started doing Saturday tours, so that's the one that we went on, mm-hmm. and actually, a couple of the restaurants we went on, there were people in there that had been on her tour the day before and had come back to eat lunch. So she saw several people that she had talked to before, mm-hmm. yeah, and so I th- that's pretty fun. I think that'd be a great thing, you know, you come into town... On a weekend and like hit Keeneland and then you could, does she do them on Fridays and Saturdays? Yeah. 
Because you'd come in, mm-hmm. hit Keeneland, do that on Friday, and then go to football on Saturday or something like that. Oh, yeah, you could do yeah, Especially in the fall, whole, you can totally a make week, a whole, whole thing of it. Yeah. yeah. And you mix in the sports and in October when you've got fall meet at Keeneland and everything. Like, it would just be, it would be great. But, Sarah, just for the people that haven't looked, which... If you want to see the the visuals and the pictures and the breakdown of everything, if you go to Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats on our Facebook page and our Instagram, you can really get a good uh, idea of what all we did. But the first place we stopped at, we'll see, we met at the Visitor Center, mm-hmm. which is inside one of the old courthouse downtown that's right close to Cheapside or connected, basically, Cheapside. Um, and... We left from there, and our first stop was at Zim's, which is also located inside that same courthouse. And there, I got a salad that had a salad with chicken salad on it. Yeah, that was the one that. Yeah. Yes. Um, I had a salad with chicken salad, and what? And did you? Is that that's what you what had we to? All had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so everyone had the same thing, unless yeah. you requested like a vegetarian mm-hmm. dish. So, which Renee had some vegetarian things I set did. aside from her, but I told her that you eat chicken. Yes. So the, I think that's why I had the same thing everyone else did. But yeah. Uh, well, we actually did have someone that was vegetarian, and they had made a Mediterranean salad for her. Uh, which which was really nice. But each each place that we went into, they had table already reserved. They already had a glass of water, ice water out. They already had your plate set, your silverware set, and all you had to do was just walk in and be seated. So that w- that was really nice. They were expecting they were expecting us to come. So we left we left from Zim's, and our next stop, Agave and Rye. That's right. Agave and Rye. The one downtown, it is, if you've not been into an Agave and Rye, it's very eclectic decor on the inside. But, and the one downtown is is really nice. But we, and I have been to Agave and Rye several times, uh, but I did get to try something, a few things that I had never tried before. Uh, there we had, it was so good. It was, um, it was a mac and cheese bacon beignet. Is a, like a little munchy appetizer type more thing. Like a fritter thing. Mm. They yeah. Call it a beignet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, we took a picture because after I cut it in half, that way you could actually see the mac and cheese in it. Because I wanted to make sure that we showed that picture. Um, and it, I, I thought it, it was very good. Yep. And then some sort of like corn hash of some sort. It was there a lot. Yes. I was going to ask about um, them serving a lot because a, a mac and cheese fritter sounds like an odd choice for a Mexican place, but. They yeah. kind of mixed it up a little well, bit. Well, but to be fair, they're one. not a typical Mexican like place. They they do crazy combinations with their tacos and that's the old Saul Good building too, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. So we went in there, and then from there we walked on into uh, Victorian Square, which I guess now is just called the Square. Uh, we, we walked in there, and she went over some history of the the inside of the place, which was things I didn't know. I think Sarah knew them, but I, I didn't know uh, some of that. And then we walked from there and went to Southern Deli, mm-hmm. which I had ordered from there before. And I think it was Chicken Sandwich Week. Actually, stopped by, had ordered it, and they allowed for me to take it to go. And I stopped and picked it up, but I hadn't ever like sat down and ate. It is small, but they, as I said, they had the tables already like set, ready. They were waiting for us to get there, and. 
everyone, let's see, you can talk about yours, but I had a black bean burger and it was like a slider. Um, and it had beer cheese on it. And then they done fried pickles and a, and a sauce for you to dip it in. And everybody got the fried pickles. But that black bean burger was very flavorful. Yeah. Um, it had a, had a little kick to it, actually. And the beer cheese on it was very good. I enjoyed that a lot. What, what did you have there? Uh, yeah, I had their Winchester on the slider. So their Winchester is like a bacon cheeseburger with uh, beer cheese on it. Mm-hmm. But it was good. Yeah, that might have been my favorite like little snack. I think, I think. so. Yeah, because you actually you got a lot of fried pickles. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. I mean, I liked it all, but I think yeah. that was probably the like, most substantial one. Yeah, but I thought like um, I was probably most surprised out of that one. And in, in about how how good that was. Um. And so then we left from there. We went to Ethereal. We walked down to Ethereal and ate at the restaurant that's inside of Ethereal, which is salt and vinegar. And she told us some history of that building um, and told us a little bit about the chef that, that works there that has created the menu and is always trying to do different things and stuff with the menu. Um, and there, let's see, I did have a vegetarian version there. And it was some like chunk of potato that was cut really thick and almost like from a distance looked like a crostini it was kind of cut to look like that and then it had some like veggies and some uh, green beans like sitting on top of it and then there was a pretzel with beer cheese and then what was it that was in that cup that was in there some sort of dumpling with vegetables yes it was i don't I don't know. I'd never had anything like it. It was good, though. It was good. Let's yeah. see. What what did you have on yours? Uh, the same thing, but I had flank steak on top of my uh, my big old thick piece of tater. It was good. Yeah, no, it, no, it, it was all it was all really good. Uh, and I liked the inside. I liked the decor, and it's right across from Jeff Ruby's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're walking downtown, it's the the I guess the Marriott building. The, the new building downtown. So it's it's really close to all everything there. And then from there, we went to the Grove. And the Grove is something that I have never seen before. I think Sarah knew it existed. I didn't know it existed. And uh, we've got video that, that we took from walking in. Because you're just walking on a sidewalk. And then all of a sudden you walk in and this place is like nothing that you would think you would expect to see in the middle of downtown. Yeah, Renee took a really cool picture. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, people are asking to share it, so yeah, it's gonna get shared around. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a beautiful murals painted in there. Uh, there's a food truck. Is it called Luna? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then you have Fable, which is a charcuterie place that's there. Nate's Coffee is all right there. And then you've got this open area. It's like got grassy. Like let's look at a little fairy tale area that that you can go and eat outside and just kind of hang out and from from there we had a popsicle homemade popsicle from luna that was a strawberry lemonade popsicle and then we had a little appetizer piece from fable that was some sort of apricot and nuts and a raspberry that come from them so so you kind of got a little sampling it wasn't a meal it was a sampling of food uh, from all these different places for you to try and be able to get out and explore downtown and explore these local restaurants, which is something that we love, which is why we started this podcast. Uh, and I know parking is a lot of the reason why people don't like to go downtown, but there's wonderful 
places that you can go if you're willing to park and walk and especially on weekends because it's it's free it's free it's free to park downtown and um and but there's there's wonderful uh, wonderful local places that are all down there to go to and the area is beautiful triangle park we got to walk by there mm-hmm. and it was absolutely gorgeous um uh, the day was perfect yeah. for us to be out there and then there was paint the, the painted horses that are all through downtown we got to walk past a ton of those and the artwork on there it was really gorgeous i think you posted one that looked like a bourbon barrel mm-hmm. was painted to look like a bourbon barrel and it, it was really pretty so i highly recommend to be able to get out and find something different to do especially if you enjoy history and to try to get out and explore and try some different food now again this is not something that you're going to be completely full when you leave because these are just little samplings for you to be able to try try some food in different areas but but it'll get you out of your comfort zone and get you to try something that you probably wouldn't have tried otherwise and go to a place you probably wouldn't have went otherwise so i'd highly recommend so does she go to the same places all like every tour or is it different yeah same places same places yeah. and um you can get alcohol anywhere yes. that you want and they will get you alcohol yes um built into the price of the ticket so mm-hmm. yeah um just to uh, details about tickets and where to find them and stuff mm-hmm. it's 75 dollars per person which sounds like a lot but honestly i mean you're getting five small meals and they're buying you alcohol if you want alcohol yeah. and then you're plus you're paying them like, for the tour you're paying you know? them and you're spending like three hours doing stuff so yeah it, it's pretty reasonable i feel like for what you get um you can follow them on Instagram at uh, Bites of the Bluegrass, mm-hmm. and then they have a website. I think it's Bites of the Bluegrass.com. Well, she's also looking to expand so, yeah. out and do different things. She's got some ideas going in her head about a different type of experience she wants to have for Christmas. They're also branching out into Danville. And where was the other place? Do you remember? Was it Georgetown? Jefferson Street. Jeff, Jeff, oh, yeah. She's going she's gonna to have a whole Jefferson Street experience, uh, which will be really cool. So if you keep... Uh, follow them and kind of keep an eye on them she's trying to branch out and if anybody has any ideas of anything that they think that would be really cool or something that they were like you might be interested in if you message her she is she's trying to come up with different things that people would be interested in so this would be a good time to jump in and let her know that yeah for sure Oh, show it was really fun yeah mm-hmm. thanks again to aaron and greg they run it absolutely so they're super nice mm-hmm. very fun um yeah had all kinds of cool stuff to talk about mm-hmm. very very hospitable so yeah. thanks again for having us that was really mm-hmm. fun yeah that was a big food adventure for y'all yeah yeah, yeah. uh we went to sorella's too afterward we did we haven't been there in a while uh interviewed the ladies from there well several four, four or five years ago i think yeah now on the blog so you can read that on bbneats.com that's a gelato place right mm-hmm. but yes. they they moved right they're not to where Jefferson they moved to Jefferson yeah. Street and that's Sorella Sorella's not Sorella's yes yes for all you <laughs> perverts out there like Harry yeah. who get the two confused I do not I just mm-hmm. wanted to clarify uh-huh. for that for people well, her, she their, brings it up new, like she's not their new location actually has a small parking lot so you can actually pull up there which we did mm-hmm. and we'll was able to park and go in um every day that you go in they're going to serve something different they don't have the same menu every time but everything is made fresh every single day and 
you can walk in and pick pick out something and i have yet to try something that wasn't absolutely delicious so they're just gelato they're not like sandwiches and gelato nope. they're just gelato gelato and i think they do like affogados and stuff oh okay too, i think they have coffee yeah coffee and espresso right. and stuff but right. yeah. i mean it's not like a huge operation yeah. or anything sure but. no it's, it's literally just the two of them yeah. they don't have anyone helping them it's just them too yeah, so definitely check that out, too. Big time. Some hard-working ladies there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they actually went to Italy and learned how to make it yeah. from um, an Italian gelato. There's a name for it. At a gelateria. Yes. At one in, like, a small town in Italy. So, pretty cool. Yep. But, yeah. So, that was our weekend. Yeah. It was a big weekend. Yeah. Big food adventure. That's y'all haven't done something like that in a long time. Yeah, I know. It was been a while. Too it long. was overdue. Yes, and I'm glad that Aaron reached out and yes. asked us to come do it because well, we've, we've been needing and wanting to get out. Right, and, do some and obviously, stuff, so totally not your all, totally not your all's fault because you know everything went to hell and kind of put the brakes on put the brakes on some things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks, COVID. Yeah. Well, not only that, too, but, like, Sarah got a promotion, and she switched jobs, and now, like, our schedules aren't the same as they used to be either, and uh, so, but we we made time and fit this in, and I'm glad we did. Maybe this will put you back in the swing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm down. Sometimes yeah. it just, ta- down. just takes that one thing. Yeah. It sure does. All right. Well, now it's time for America's uh, favorite segment, Renee's Reports. Well, I'm going to start off first thing with something that absolutely crushed my soul when I read it. I sent you a text message with big teardrop ears, or with big big teardrop eyes. I was like, oh my God, what? I was like, this is breaking my heart. One of my favorite places, Gibby's in Frankfurt, is closing their doors after 27 years of business. Guys, this is my chicken salad place. And I'm, I'm devastated. I sent, I sent a text message to Sarah and my husband both. And I was like, no. I was, it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself now. And that was actually Sarah's first question. She goes, what are you going to do for chicken salad when now that they're gone? You should message the dude and ask for the recipe. Oh, I could. Yeah, why not? What's he I mean, going to do with yeah, it? Yeah, thanks, Elena. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I could. That's what I'd do. I'd get on social media and say, yo, I need, I like, the, I, I need the recipe for that chicken salad. I would. Why not? Yeah. Which, I mean, you hate to sell. Like, I hate seeing businesses close so much, especially ones that have been a staple in an area and their mom and pop and i mean but covid has literally killed a lot of these small businesses and they've just not been able to recover since and then when you add that plus the rising cost of food food prices and stuff they're just i'd get just, I, I would i'd ask i'd get on social media and say hey i'm looking for the the gibby's like, chicken, salad, chicken recipe. salad recipe why not now i always did yep. doctor it up I, they put big chunks of celery in it, which I don't like, but I like the fact that they were bigger because I could pick them out. And then I always added pecans and chopped up uh, grapes. I like grapes in my chicken salad. So I did that when I got home. But it was a very simple base. There wasn't anything like fancy about the chicken salad at all. It was just good and it's very simple state and I enjoyed it. Everybody else, people try to do too much with their chicken salad. Sometimes just 
simple is best. And this was very simple, and it was, to me, fantastic. And nobody made anything like them. So, Rip Gibby's. Sad to see. Sad, sad to see. That recipe, yo. Yeah, we need, we do need that recipe, 100%. So, another thing, that another, we're going to start off sad and end, end happy. So, another extremely sad thing that has happened recently in our state, um, especially if you're listening from somewhere that uh, is not from Kentucky. Um, we have had some very severe flooding in our southeastern Kentucky area, which is the 606, which is where Sarah and I are both from the 606. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we're both grateful that the flood hasn't hit our hometowns, but there there are several counties that have been affected, and, and horribly so. I'm talking water up to the rooftops. And there are hundreds of people still missing, and people without that have literally lost Every single thing. And these people, the good majority of these people didn't have much to begin with. And then you take away what they do have and they absolutely have nothing. So there are tons of fundraisers, which this state has just been so fantastic. If you remember how everybody came together after the tornado last year uh, Mm -hmm. in Western Kentucky, how everybody came together to help them because that was horrid. What, what, how it happened to them. And now this year we're asking for another is because one of our fellow our fellow Kentuckians are are they're just devastated. That um, there are different ways that you can participate and give. Like there are so many places out there trying to do things, and thankfully so. Uh, one way that that I gave, which there's other ways I'm going to give, but one way that I gave um, race race rise, which is one of my with the place that I use to find all of my five Ks and stuff that I that I volunteer for, um, they are doing a virtual run walk five K, and the one hundred percent of the funds is going toward the relief. And they were writing a check. This this play this uh, business does great for so many charities, and it gets gets you out and you meet some wonderful people. I I have met some of the best people going out and doing these 5Ks. And plus it gets you off out of the bed and off the couch on days that, that you probably wouldn't have otherwise. And gets and get you get some exercise. But then your money is also going to a good cause. And this is no exception. So doing a virtual one, you sign up for it. And you do it. You go out and you do the 5K. Or you don't even have to actually do it. But you can. But the money you sign up for it so you have the sign up registration fee and then they also have a place if you want to donate more than that and you can add more money to it i also paid money to get a t-shirt as well so i added all that up at the end um but you can go to racerise.com and type in uh, the eastern kentucky relief if you want to do that but I know KSR is doing something. I know the state, the governor's got uh, stuff that they're doing. But you can find plenty of places if you want to try to give and help because they need it. And even if you don't have money, if you can volunteer time, I know they need time. Yeah, they need, um, what, we say bottled water and food mm-hmm. and stuff Cleaning too. supplies. Yeah. yeah, things that can be sent towards them. Um, I saw some people were like, 
making Amazon lists of things that people needed that you could send straight to them. So there's tons of donation yeah. drop boxes everywhere, and yeah, yep. um, I think all of the different high schools around there mm-hmm. are taking donations. Pet, and stuff pet too. food too. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, please don't forget. It's like I know there's so much emphasis on all that, but. It's like the shelter, the pet shelters need so much too because they've lost so much. So if any of you are able to donate food for cat food, dog food, yeah, or whatever, they need it as well. Yeah, um, I donated to the KSR one, but it's the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. is doing that. Yes. So if anybody wants to donate to that, or the American Red Cross, or yeah, um, can't remember the other one. That, um, I mean, there's tons, there's of, yeah, tons, there's tons of restaurants of selling T-shirts, doing yeah. fundraisers. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, and just take, take. I will say, take a minute. Whatever you see out there, especially on Facebook, just take a minute to kind of verify, verify it. It, it yeah. doesn't take that long, because you know, you want to make sure that your money or whatever you're given is actually getting there. Yeah. Yes. And unfortunately, with this kind advantage. of stuff, people are jerks, yep. and they do take advantage. Yep. So it's really easy, like like Carrie said, to fact check these things. Just go online. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah pretty Mm -hmm. simple to do but yeah whatever you can give i know they would appreciate it we would appreciate it Mm -hmm. um yeah because that's just awful i mean i can't even imagine Mm -hmm. if my house flooded and if it even got an inch of water in it i don't know what i'd do let alone 10 feet of water so yeah no words to describe what happened there it's awful yeah just keep those people in your thoughts and prayers too that's something you do so and I can't, I just can't even fathom in my brain what these people are going through. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. So. But. Yeah. Uh, but we are going to move on to our next thing from there. So there is festivals still going on still plenty of things that you can get out and do before i think because school's getting ready to start back up for most places um but mount sterling has a festival that's going on on august 13th which they also have court days right Mm -hmm. so like these people just party every chance that they get so it's called small uh small town america festival and it's just it's august 13th it's just the one day from 10 a.m to 4 the cost is free and it's in downtown Mount Sterling. Um, they are, they've got arts uh, festival, farmer's market. They've got a 5K. They've got uh, people doing painting. You've got a kid's zone. You've got cornhole tournament. You've got a car show. All the kind of fun stuff. And I can imagine it doesn't have on this description that there's going to be food. But how can you have a fair with no food? So there's, there's going to be food. So if you're wanting to uh, kind of get out and find something else, to something different to do on the 13th, that would be something fun that you can do. And then I'm going to just talk about this just very vaguely right now because I'll get into it more our next podcast. But the Kentucky State Fair is coming up. And uh, let's see, it is August 18th through August 28th. So it's going to be going on for a while. It's an 11-day event. So there's going to be, there's concerts. There's some that are free and there's some that are paid for. Uh, if you get online, you can go ahead and buy your tickets and stuff now to be able to get in, to be able to see that. But Sarah, you, me, you and Desiree went to the state fair several years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, like we had a good time. It was really hot that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh 
it was something. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but aerial agricultural agriculture. It, it is very agricultural forward. That was uh, the place for you to be. But yeah, they had good uh, fair food. So tons of fair food. Which when we were on our way on our way there, the whole time we were like funnel cake funnel cake and then Desiree was like I want a deep fried Oreo they have all of those things fresh fresh squeezed lemonade I had deep fried cookie dough everything you can think of so if you enjoy fair food this is for you of course they're gonna have rides um all kinds of things but I'll get more into the meat potatoes of everything that's going to be there in the concert stuff our next podcast I just wanted to bring it up to get it on your mind plus if you want to check the website and see who else going to be there. Going ahead and find tickets early would probably be a good idea if you wanted to see some of the people that are going to be there. Sounds good. Back to you. <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time for America's second favorite segment. Everybody wants to try some food. Uh, I didn't get high enough there. But yeah, that's, okay. that's all right. It's whatever. Um, well, I walked off and left all the food in my house this morning and <laughs> realized at about 4.15 when I got in the car at the work. At the work. At work, but it's okay. I stopped and repurchased it. Mm-hmm. So, the day has been saved by me. Yay. I'll congratulate myself. Pat myself on there the back. There was much rejoicing. Yay. Yay. Um, so, we got a little sweet for Renee and I got a little savory for Carrie. Mm-hmm. And then I got some bonus M&M's because they were there. And, and they're really good. Why not? They were crunchy cookie M&M's. They literally taste like cookie dough. Like M&M's, like cookie dough. Yeah, they kind of taste like a Chips Ahoy almost or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Yeah. And then um, we have Cheetos popcorn, the cheddar jalapeno flavor. I'm really enjoying that. I am too. I yeah. like. I actually like that better than the habanero uh, Cheetos that we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. This is better. Cheetos makes um, mac and cheese now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm 12, I've been eating a lot of Cheetos mac and cheese. They have this flavor. It's the best flavor. They have oh, this flavor, go. regular Cheetos flavor, and uh, flaming Hot. Cheetos is just expanding their horizons. This is a little spicy, but it's not bad. No. no and no, then no. it's cheddar popcorn. So, yeah. yeah, it's good. I like it. I mean, it's the I best it. of both worlds. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool if there was Cheetos actually in there. Maybe Ooh, a little, like, a little like bit. Maybe you can make a little like Chex Mix type situation. Because yeah. the popcorn is a little yeah. bit soft. Yeah, it's a soft texture. And then yeah. you have something crunchy in there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, texturize it up. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing we have is this. I had a different flavor that probably would have been better. I don't remember what it is because it's at home. But this is Creeter's Handcrafted Small Batch Popcorn Dark Chocolatey Drizzle. And it's uh, only 100 calories per cup. And there's no artificial preservatives. And it's non-GMO for all you people out there that are non-GMO. Yeah. Jinx. So what do you guys think about this one? I like this good. It's got scrumptious, delicious, dark, chocolatey drizzles. Wasn't chocolatey enough for me. Um, the flavor was fine. I wish I kind of wish it was a little bit sweeter, but I guess that's the dark chocolate in it. Yeah, it's the dark um, chocolate. but it's a little stale, kind of. I guess. I, don't see, I get know. what you're. I get what you're saying about that yeah. a little bit. I mean, it's fine. I've been sitting here eating it. It's not stopped me, but you know, it, it wasn't. Well, the popcorn is yeah. soft. Yeah, yeah. popcorn yeah. is soft. Um. I think a better version of this, and it's definitely not 100 calories, 
or non-GMO or uh, artificial flavor free is the the one that has like the different candy bars in it. So there's like I can't remember what it's called, but um, there's one that's like popcorn with Snickers and popcorn with Twix and popcorn with like every single thing you can think of, cookies and cream. That's bomb. But when I feel like we've had popcorn, it before. I like, so. I'm really big when it comes to popcorn. I like simplicity. Like, I think you can get too much. Like, don't get me wrong. Rocky Road ice cream is fine, but I think there's just too much going on in there. I would rather just have plain chocolate ice cream. Um, with this, it just has a little bit of drizzle. Not, not much. Nothing overpowering. I like it. Yeah, but it, fine. But it, it, the popcorn is super soft. There's not a lot of crunch to it. It's it's pretty soft, but it's good, though. Yeah. Of the two, I like the Cheetos one better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need more chocolate but, on that other one. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, I had something else to say. It's left me. And I like a good dessert popcorn, but I like yeah. it like when it's sticking together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever, when you go to the movies, put like M&M's or something, chocolate in your popcorn? Mm-mm. Like and mix it around? Oh, but that's a good idea. Um, I don't ever really do it because I feel like it gets too goopy. What is it? What, you're supposed to, I know a lot of people like to do that. It's supposed to mix M&M's and something and it tastes like a payday. And I can't remember. Oh, it's candy corn, which, so forget yeah. it. Just forget it. <laughs> forget it. Gross. Forget I even said the words. Yeah. I can't believe you'd bring up I was going to say, we're sorry. almost getting on candy corn season. That dirty word on here. Ooh, just wait till Sunday. <laughs> no. I don't like that. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I don't like that foreshadowing. <laughs> Are you going to make me eat candy corn? No. Okay, good. Because I'm not <laughs> eating it. I can't and I won't. Would you? Would you try it in beer form? I'm not saying that I have one. I'm just... I, Sounds I've, like you have one. No, no, no. I've, I've legitimately <laughs> seen them okay. out there. Like, people make them. Like a stout or a porter or an actual, like, like hoppy. No, we'll say a stout or a porter. But Sarah's um, also looking at you like, why would someone ruin their beer trying to make it taste like candy corn? Valid. <laughs> That's the look you're getting right I would now. assume it's not waxy, though, like the actual candy. No, I'm supposed to just, I think these, the ones that I've seen are just supposed to like evoke the flavor. Mm, of pure sugar. Yeah. In wax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not saying I have one. <laughs> but I'm saying I have No, no, I, re- I really honestly don't. But now I, I just. Would, I, I would try it. I need to gauge because, you know, we are getting into that season. I would try it. Okay. I feel like that would be something Your that could be. Your favorite season, the pumpkin beer season, Karen. Oh, it's been oh, here for like a month. It's been here since the <laughs> beginning of July. Yeah. Man, Lauren was on the last episode. We talked about pumpkin beers oh yeah for sure yeah yeah that was a long time ago yeah but they're here and they're not going anywhere no they are i was gonna say the flesh but it's not the flesh (laughs) (laughs) they're here in all their hoppy goodness no they ain't got no hops to them and all their super sweet yes there you go all their super sweet cinnamon cinnamon Um, it depends on which one you get but you know yeah that's neither here nor there but yes i would try one okay good to know yeah okay so now that we've tried our snacks, uh, what do you think about the M and M's, Carrie? Um, they were fine. They're too small. They are small. They're about half the size of an M M&M. and M. If they were big, like the caramel ones or the peanut ones mm-hmm. or something like oh, that, those caramel ones are really good. Yeah, the, I do love those. The, the, they're the, my favorite. I like the flavor in the cookie crunch, but they're too small. Have you ever yeah. tried the M M&M and M candy bar? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to bring that in for you all to try. I don't remember but that I have. They, I will say, I don't know how you'd feel about it, Carrie. Your your sweet tooth has um, it's went waned. down. It's waned. It, it really is, because I feel like and it's not waxing. this and no. me saying this because I have an tenacious sweet tooth. Um, it's 
the chocolate that's inside of the M&M, you're talking an entire bar that's that. And then they have little tiny like M&Ms all in the bar. And I think it's it's pretty sweet. Ooh, might be too chocolatey. It's yeah. it's a lot, but it is good. But I, it's not something like you could sit and eat a whole bar of. Like you'd have to pick off of it. I did see a, a Fruity Pebbles uh, candy bar that I almost got the other day, but then I didn't. Nice. So maybe one day. Maybe. I'll think yeah. about it. Dare to dream. Yes. So now it's time for our newest segment, our hinky history lesson. It's the trumpet. That's it. Close enough. It's the Mario one, isn't it? It is. Yes. We decided on... That's it. We decided on the Mario. It's a different key this time. Yeah. Yeah. I never... When I'm writing this down, I'm remembering it, but... Like, yes, go... But then I get here and I forget. That's fair. <laughs> That's all right. Shove a microphone in front of your face, you forget everything. <laughs> um, so, Sarah took the last one. She jumped me. So, now it's rolled back around to me. And I decided, this is kind of a twofer. Y'all got a twofer today. Mm. Uh, so... Since everybody's lost their mind because the Choco Taco was discontinued, right? I decided to give you all a brief history of the Choco Taco. Nice. Okay. But that's I not like all. That. So just just hold on to your to your tacos there. All right. <laughs> and, with your, Man, I'm on the edge of my seat wow. now. The Choco oh, Taco was the Choco Taco was invented in Philadelphia in 1983 by Alan Drazen, senior VP of the Jack and Jill Ice Cream Company. It was first rolled out in 1984 when it became popular in mobile vending trucks and convenience stores. It made its first appearance in supermarkets nationwide when Good Humor Briars promoted it in 1996 as America's coolest taco at the supermarket industry convention in Chicago. In 1998, Unilever introduced the Choco Taco to Italy under the name Winter Taco. (laughs) And this is from Wikipedia. This is the Choco Taco entry on Wikipedia. So, Winter Taco. It's a winner. Through its subsidiary, uh, Algida... In 1999, it was introduced in Sweden through another subsidiary, GB Glace, under the same name. In 2000, the winter taco was retired from the Italian and Swedish market, so they haven't had it for 22 years, y'all. They've been missing out. After two years of campaigning by taco fans, however, in January 2014, Algida announced on their Facebook page the return of the winter taco in Italy. So, yay. Is it winter or winter? Winter. W-I-N-N-E-R. Okay. Winter. Like, winter would make more sense yeah. to me, but whatever. GB Glace also reintroduced the ice cream sandwich to Sweden in 2014. So, I misspoke. See, I always do that. I need to read ahead before I talk. Anyway. In 1999, the company improved the product, incorporating a shell which stayed crisper and introduced new packaging. The same year, the company introduced a Klondike Cookies and Cream Choco Taco, containing cookies and cream ice cream and covered with cookie pieces. Choco Tacos were also sold at some Taco Bell restaurants. Yes, like the one in London, Kentucky. Yes, and so it was discontinued by Klondike in 2022. Yeah. So, since it did, since it was distributed by Good Humor, Mm -hmm. um... In the night, whatever it said, nineteen eighty or ninety or whatever it was when they when they stuck it in stores, mm-hmm. I decided to give you a little history of the Good Humor Company. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, so nice. this is from the Good Humor webpage. It's a brief history. 
So, started in 1920 in Youngstown, Ohio, when confectioner Harry Burt created a chocolate coating compatible with ice cream. His daughter was the first to try it. Her verdict, it tasted great, but was too messy to eat. Burt's son suggested freezing the sticks used for their Jolly Boy Suckers, (laughs) Burt's earlier invention, into the ice cream to make a handle, and things took off from there. The good humor name came from the belief that a person's humor or temperament was related to the humor of the palate. And we still believe in great tasting quality products. Soon after the Good Humor Bar was created, Bert outfitted a fleet of 12 street vending trucks with freezers and bells from which to sell his creations. The first set of bells came from his son's bobsled. Good Humor Bars have since been sold out of everything from tricycles to push cart trucks. 1923, after waiting three years for a patent, Bert took a trip to D.C. in 1923 with a five-gallon pail of Good Humor Bars for the for the patent officials to sample. It worked. His patent was granted. 1929, Good Humor opens a plant in Chicago. The mob demanded $5,000 in protection money. That would be almost $70,000 a day, which was refused, so they destroyed part of the Chicago fleet. <laughs> 1933. Um, oh, that... That is a double. That is a double post. Good humor. You need to check your. You need to check your website. 1936. Good humor men were required to tip their hats to ladies and salute gentlemen. It took three days of training and orientation to become a good humor man. 1950. Jack Carson starred in the first feature motion picture, The Good Humor Man. Bet you haven't seen that one, have you, Sarah? I'm sure. Yes, I have. <laughs> 1960. There were over 85 Good Humor ice cream products. 1976, Good Humor sold its fleet of vehicles to focus on selling in grocery stores. Some of the trucks were purchased by ice cream distributors, while others were sold for individuals between $1,000 and $3,000 each. 1992, the classics, Candy Crunch, Chocolate Eclair, Strawberry Shortcake, Toasted Almond, were all relaunched in 1992. 1996, Robert Gant became the new Good Humor Man. 2014, almost a century after the Good Humor truck revolutionized the delivery of treats to people of all ages, we launched the first ever commercially viable solar-powered freezers in New York City. Cool. So there you go. So brief history of the Choco Taco and Good Humor ice cream. Uh, good history well, lesson for a hot, hot day. I like it. Mm-hmm. Double whammy. And yes. I do love it. Choco Taco. I need to find them. I need to find one more before they're gone. Yeah, you better. Yeah. Yeah. Won't be finding it at Taco Bell, I don't guess. No, I don't think so. Sad. Yeah. Well, if someone sees a Choco Taco out in the wild, let me know and I'll go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I liked that. Thank you for yeah, not you're one welcome. but two history lessons. Yes. Yeah, because I thought, oh, this Choco Taco went short. And Good Humor did, I knew Good Humor distributed it. Mm-hmm. And I went looking for history of Good Humor. And the, Wikipi- the Wikipedia page on Good Humor is just, it's a bunch of uh, company stuff. You um, know, about the company changing hands and doing all this stuff. And yeah. then the Good Humor website was very helpful. Yeah. Good yeah. to know they got shook down by the mob. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> there's probably a lot of mob stuff on there, if I'm imagining on yeah. the Wikipedia one. Cool. Well, that was a terrible one. I had to work on my trumpet playing. Mom is sure was never good enough to play a brass instrument. I hate that word. I hate that word. I hate it. I hadn't heard it until you said it 400 times at your derby party. Uh, And I hate it. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, good history, good snacks, uh, good talk. Um, let's go around and talk about what we're drinking real quick before we leave. Um, I've got another Mountain Dew because they just keep coming out with new ones, which I think this is a throwback to like 2012. I think I read online. 
it's the Mountain Dew Voltage. Just plain voltage, not the high voltage or anything like that. It's um, dew charged with raspberry citrus flavor and ginseng. So hmm. it's good for your brain. Ah. So it, my brain feels re-energized. Can now. I see the bottle for a second? Sure. But yeah, it has a berry flavor. Like a, a light berry flavor. What so, is what is this fun. what is this guy on the bottle? Because from far away, he looks like Eddie, the Iron Maiden mascot. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be anything but a robot with no head. Oh, okay. I think it's holding the head in its hand. Oh, maybe. It kind of looks like Eddie from Iron Maiden. And then but. there's other robot heads that are like, I don't know, like... Uh, okay. Shield heads in the back <laughs> shield, with, shield heads. with raspberries on top. Okay, all right. Who knows what mountain? Fair is. enough. It just like from from far away, from a little distance, I was like, "Is that Eddie from Iron Maiden?" <laughs> oh, yes, it is. No, it's not. I don't know. I couldn't tell you if it was or not. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, I'm gonna say it's not. I'm gonna say it's not too because yeah. they would have had to pay Iron Maiden. Well, what's your fizzy water? Do you think Scott would have figured it out? Probably not. It's just it's basic strawberry. Um, so it's not super weird. But I'm not a huge fan. I like strawberries. And like, not fake strawberry. Right. I like strawberry pie. I like strawberry shortcake. I like strawberries, just strawberries in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but like strawberry flavored drinks, eh, not super keen on. Sure. So this is just too much. Yeah. It's too much. I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, what are you drinking, Ernie? Um, so I found found me a new place that I've that recently opened in Richmond, and I am in love with it. So it's called Revive, and they have uh, shakes, protein shakes. They have uh, energy teas, and they also have uh, like snack bowls that you can get. That it's all it's all healthy stuff. Um, and so I'm going to start drinking some teas, some energy teas from there, and tell you guys about it. Which luckily in the photos you can see what they look like. It's really cool because they as they. When they pour them in, you can start, you can see the separations of colors and stuff in your, in, in the glass that they put it in. Um, but this energy tea, this one is called the Vegas Blitz and it, it is pink starburst and pineapple. And you can like, before I drank almost all of it, you could see the different colors and stuff in it. And it's really good. Now this one is a little sweet, but I'm fine with that. Um, but, and as the ice has melted down it's kind of watered it down which has helped a little bit with the sweetness but it's actually really good and the one that i had on the last podcast um before i had to i had to leave um that one was also really good it had like four different flavors in it i want to say it was called the captain america i believe Uh, but they all have they all have fun names and stuff with it so I'm going to be trying different ones, and I will let you know. This one actually happens to be one of their seasonal flavors. They have a standing menu that then they bring out seasonal stuff, and this is on their seasonal, and it's it's worth a try. What's the price point? Um, now, this is the large one, um, and I tipped them, so I think I paid about $10 okay. for it with in addition with the tip and mm-hmm. stuff. It's usually about, I think it runs around 7 or 8 Okay. Um for this for this large one but then they have all kinds of protein shakes and they're gorgeous on the inside and they taste delicious they're super thick just like a milkshake should be and uh, but it's protein rich so they're meal replacement shakes and uh, you do get full off of, of drinking one of them and 
they're, they're every, everything I've tried there so far has been absolutely fantastic. So, and they're not too far from my house, which is great too. So, where did you say they were? Um, in Richmond? They are in Richmond. They're off of Big Hill. And if you have any idea kind of where anything about Richmond, it's close to the Sonic. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, if if you know anything about Richmond. Okay. But, yeah. But I like it. So, we're going to be trying some Revive shakes. Or some shakes and some teas from there. Very cool. Yep. Awesome. Well, if you want to hear more of this awesomeness, um, you or follow us online, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HungryandKY. You can send us an email or HungryandKY at gmail.com. And then you can find our show every other Wednesday wherever you find podcasts. And then where we find our blog. Uh, our blog is Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. And please get on there and check out our photos from our fun trip doing our food tour this weekend uh you can see everything that we ate and uh, some places that we went to while, while we were walking downtown uh, if you get on facebook and instagram it's bluegrass bourbon and eats twitter it is bb and eats and our website is bb and and then when we find you at carrie on twitter at grls beer sports we're on instagram or on facebook we're everywhere good podcasts are free all righty Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm